Hello and welcome to Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction brought to you by the Modular Building Institute. This podcast is also brought to you by Modular Genius, an MBI and AIA award-winning design-build modular building contractor. Whether you're looking for a custom permanent modular building or a relocatable building, Modular Genius will take your concept and make it a reality. If you're interested in reducing costs and accelerating your schedule, please visit ModularGenius.com to get a free quote in 60 seconds or call 888-420-1113. Mention this ad and they will create a free custom floor plan for your project. That's ModularGenius.com. With a compact footprint, variety of unit options, and seamless system management, City Multi Variable Refrigerant Flow Zoning Systems from Mitsubishi Electric Train HVAC US are a one-stop solution for modular projects. With efficient operation and the ability to connect to commercial ventilation equipment, third-party systems, and comprehensive controls solutions, City Multi VRF can help you meet energy and performance goals on your next project. From off-site development to on-site assembly, you can trust our manufacturer-level support to guide you from system selection to design to startup, no matter the application. To learn more about our offerings, visit MitsubishiPro.com. Welcome, everyone. My name is John McMullen, and I'm the marketing director here at MBI. Today, I'm talking with Damon Pross, president of Modular Genius. Damon is here today to talk about the challenges and successes in constructing a modular firehouse. Damon, thanks for coming in. Good morning, John. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, let's, let's dive right in. It's my understanding that, that Modular Genius is celebrating 15 years in business this coming May. Is that right? That's true. Um, just coming up on 15 here in May and um, just been exciting and, and a fun go at it. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Congratulations on that. Um, you're, of course, the president of Modular Genius and one of the co-owners, founding co-owners, I should say. Uh, tell me about how Modular Genius got started. We think it's a great story. Myself and my two business partners, also uh, founding co-owners, uh, we started in the industry almost 25 years ago each and um, worked for a small, started out as a small business, which is now probably, if not the biggest uh, modular supplier in the industry. Uh, we worked there for years, learned a lot from the grassroots up and um, Midway through working there, I'd say 10 years into it, we started seeing different opportunities and niches for kind of this medium market, middle of the road market, and hence um, just started having conversations and created Modular Genius. We started off just doing some of the simple relocatable work and some simple projects, you know, just to get the company established to, you know, grow things get cash under our belt, and then hence, 15 years later, have um, just grown this thing into a relocatable, permanent, modular company that does, you know, turnkey solutions, design, build, and, and all sorts of contracts throughout the United States. That's awesome. Uh, as you mentioned, you and your business partners have had a long career uh, in the modular industry, uh, and even, you know, before Modular Genius got started, uh, what can you tell me about yourself, Damon, and, and, and about Modular Genius, and maybe even a little bit about the industry as you've seen it grow over these years? It's been a fantastic ride. I guess really to start with myself, uh, again, I started about 25 years ago, started at a time frame when I would say the industry was 
developed but still growing, still kind of in its infancy stage. Um, so I was fortunate enough to kind of learn about everything throughout the industry, um, not just technical, installation, construction, but just the whole business aspect. So as I developed and grew, I was fortunate enough, again, just to, to really be part of an industry that is now where it is today. And a little bit about Modular Genius, again, as I mentioned, um, when we started out, we, we, we felt that we saw this middle market that some companies were doing real small projects, some companies were doing some really large projects. We started doing some small and developed into the, the middle of the road projects, I'll say, and then hence have since grown doing um, some of the big stuff turnkey. Um, again, we're, we're 15 years at it now with Modular Genius. Uh, we, we continue to grow. We continue to increase our resources and technical support. So that really ties back into the industry. The greatest thing, I think I'm very fortunate, myself, uh, Brad Goodman, Dave Vanicky, we're all the co-owners, um, again, just with tons of experience. But we've seen just an industry really develop and grow over the past 25 years, but I'd say even more so in the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, where we're doing some major off, you know, we're calling it modular, but it's off-site construction. Um, we're getting the site ready while we're also getting the building ready. Hence, we can offer speed, less uh, disturbance on site, uh, a lot of green building portions to it, uh, less waste, and some some really major initiatives that um, you know, clients, existing clients, and prospective clients for Modular Genius as well as the industry are just really taking advantage of. So I think really in a nutshell, it's just just the industry itself uh, has just really developed and come up with some really excellent building solutions for all different types of building uses and, and types of clients and business sectors. Um, and it's just been fantastic and exciting. It has been. I know the, the industry's just been, just been booming. I, I was taking a look at Modular Genius's website in preparation for this for this podcast, and it, it seems as though you guys have done a little bit of everything with permanent and relocatable projects, really, really in every sector. Uh, so I was curious, how has Modular Genius's processes evolved over the past fifteen years as you've been working on all these types of projects? Modular Genius itself. Uh, again, the process, we, we started out walking before we ran. And, and with that, I mean, we we did some, with, in this industry, there's a lot of temporary classrooms and uh, relocatable swing space and for government entities. And we started doing a lot of that work, um, which didn't take a lot of capital and cash and, and built up. And then we started doing some medium-sized work, some turnkey services, um, and hence, we've, we've evolved into a full turnkey from, we always tell everybody, we can do your project in whole or part, complete turnkey. Our sweet spot, we are modular building contractor, but we also have GC license in over 35 states. So the neat thing about Modular Genius and what we've done to develop and grow, um, it starts with our people. We have, you know, obviously the executive management group ownership we mentioned about our experience and, and expertise, but more importantly, we just have a team that can support the design, project management, installation, um, individuals here that are employees that have um, 
I'll say infrastructure site work experience as well as modular and, and, and the whole process um, throughout construction. I want to turn my attention uh, to, to the firehouse project I mentioned in the introduction because it's a very cool project. Um, it's a Pemberton Township Modular Firehouse and Community Center, uh, which uh, besides being a great project is notable because it won a first place prize um, at, uh, at our Awards of Distinction in 2020. Um, I, I'm curious, what are some of the challenges you, you face during that project? Um, I'd say that the most interesting one out of the out of the gate is that uh, the, the project was located on a national reserve. There's um, it's actually I didn't know anything about it. The mayor of Pemberton, um, Mayor Patriarca, reached out to us and his business team, and they needed to replace an existing old dilapidated fire station and replace it on a national reserve and the. Pinelands National Reserve is this 1.1 million acre piece of land that in the 70s the government it's I believe one of the first if not the first National Reserve just, oh, wow. uh, yeah it's a community just just made up of of what they call the Pinelands Barrens hmm. and it's just apparently 50 some communities there's like developments and but within there there's farms and forest and protected species of animals and plants so as you can imagine putting something there we had to be careful with uh, the land we had to be careful with the, the the look of the building and the community and whatnot so I would say that was that was one of the most interesting and, and greatest challenges and then the other piece was working with them in a expeditious way to help them, for lack of a better word, it wasn't a formal full design build, but help them design this from taking that demoing an old building and replacing it in kind and giving it a new look and feel, doing it through design, procurement, and contracts, which we ended up, they ended up using, utilizing, which is a cooperative purchasing contract that we're a contractor on called the Keystone Purchasing Network. Mm. So I'd say the two those two are probably the primary when it comes to getting the job going and, and making the job happen. And then you also have like your construction challenges, but I think those were the most interesting. Well, it sounds like there was definitely a, a, some delicate site work that had to, to had to go on there for that project. So tell me more uh, about the conversations you had with the township itself when the project was being considered. What ultimately got them to decide on a modular structure? Again, we were replacing an existing building that sat there that was, I don't know the exact age, but I believe it was before the 70s, so it was old. I mean, it was inhabitable. Mm -hmm. So um, it, was a, it was a fun project because we got up there and we, we, we came up just in, I'd say, in the pre-planning stage and said, here we are, here's this building. Um, again, we got a we got to meet, which they have a comprehensive management plan in the Pinelands that you have to find, you know, follow ecological environment stuff. So we saw this building and we said, all right, we have to demo it and then we have to replace it in kind. Um, and that's when just the rubber hit the road, the wheels started turning. Um, we had to think about environment, ecological. We had to think about, you know, obviously demoing and making sure um, health, safety. And then we, then, then the fun part for our team and their team and a whole collaboration, um, even with the Pinelands management 
plan that's in place that you have to follow was just creating this beautiful aesthetic building that's um, modular. And mm -hmm. again, this project has been on their radar for a long time, so they wanted speed, they wanted minimal disturbance, which modular offers. Again, they tied in that KPN contract, which is a procurement contract, and they were able to kind of put all the pieces together. I'd, I'd say the, the whole group, Modular Genius, Pemberton Townships um, mayor and his team, as well as you know the architects and engineers and everyone we pulled together. Nice. You've, you've mentioned the, the KPN, the, the Keystone Purchasing Network, a couple of times. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's um, Modular Genius is... One thing we always like to make clear is there there's several purchasing co-ops throughout the nation, and our experience and understanding is this is one of the the stronger ones. And it's a purchasing program where they go out. This organization will go out, and it started a lot, lot in the education market, but it's hence moved to local government and entities, or they'll. But the the long and short of it is they put together a program and they go out and bid, formally bid in multiple states um, under state contract procurement laws, and they bid products and services to create this co-op for better purchasing power, bigger purchasing power. So, for example, they have hundreds. Keystone Purchasing Network has hundreds of schools throughout the United States buying off of this, like literally even like trash bags or... Oh, wow. So you can imagine that if they can save two, three cents sure. on trash bags throughout a year, it's just uh, a huge advantage. Plus, they eliminate the procurement process because they've already done it. It's been formally bid. So the neat thing, too, is is they supply, like, again, we're a contractor on there. We bid this formally for the modular boarding building piece, classrooms and buildings. They have office buildings, dorms. We formally bid it, and we're awarded. But, I mean, they do amazing stuff on there like furniture roofing supplies even like athletic fields trucks you, you pretty much name a product that mm -hmm. like a school would need or uh, even a private entity or local government municipality it's it, a lot of the stuff's on there definite advantages there for sure yeah it's it's it was again it's competitively bid um in each state and it just minimizes the procurement process it gives better buying power um, and specifically, we went and bid it, and we bid, like, they'll actually put down specific, like, business use buildings. They have modules on there. They have specifications. They have the installation work. So it's you can purchase a building off of it, lease a building off of it, um, and we can do the installation. And that's what we've, we did with um, Pemberton for this fire station. It actually started, our relationship started where they were growing their Department of Public Works and Pemberton went and did the keys that they signed up. It's a the interesting too to become a member. There's no fee and there's no surcharges because um, that's already been considered. So they do volume discounts in the products and services. So Pemberton Township signed up as a member on this contract and have not only modular. My understanding is use it for other products and services. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm going to switch gears yeah. on you for a second. I was, I was reading about this project. I think you mentioned this uh, before, that the, the fire station was inspired by and built with the local National Reserve in mind. Can you elaborate on that? What was, what was done to help the building really fit into its environment? A lot of things. 
The neat thing about this project, too, to tell you about a firehouse, is this project, the township wanted to have the fire station and the community, it's a fire station and community center to help revitalization and to bring the safety and health portion of the community together with the, the community, with the public. So it has public meeting rooms as well as the fire station. There's there's different sectors. So the neat thing about the building is is it's it's traditional modular with an upgrade modular. And we marry the two types of modular together, again, to give them speed, minimal disturbance on site. But to answer your question, the, the part about the National Reserve is we had to, again, work with the Pinelands. They have a management plan and come up with very nice aesthetics and to, to blend in with the community, but more importantly, with the National Reserve. Mm-hmm. So if anyone that's listening wants to kind of see more about what we're talking, um, we, have, we have this on our website, and we also have a on our social media platform on YouTube. Okay. It'll show you the installation of it and then the final finished project. So there's case studies. You can visit modulargenius.com. You can visit YouTube. And what you'll find is this building, it's amazing when you look at it because you'll see this half-high uh, half brick finish that kind of blends in to give you that forest, outdoorsy look mm-hmm. with a green hardy panel and a standing seam metal roof. But the standing seam metal roof literally is this burnt orange, like the color combination. When we got the colors, we were kind of like, wow, this is kind of interesting. But when it came together, it was just beautiful. And when you see it, it sits on the reserve, it sits in the community, and it just blends in. And it just, we put together, I would say, again, the collaboration just put together a really nice looking building um, that ideally you know, meets the use for the community, but then also just has a really, really beautiful look to it. It is a nice building, uh, for sure. I was wondering if you could tell me more about the factory-built portion of the project. How were you able to include the apparatus bays, those big open spaces for the fire trucks, and and connect those with the firehouse and the community center? Well, any project that starts, and you mentioned, for those that are listening, when you do a firehouse, you have the apparatus bay, which is the fire equipment and where they supply everything, the traditional roll-up doors that you see on a fire department. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That application itself is like a slab on grade, and you just drive, obviously, just like any garage, you drive the truck into the garage, and then that's where we utilized a modular building that's um, one of our key suppliers, Whitley Manufacturing, has a um, patented um, system. It's a modular system that they, it's a hinged wall system that we use so we can get the higher heights to be able to, you know, 18, 20 foot height so you can get a fire truck in there and be able to. So it's manufactured in the plant while we're getting the site ready. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a, again, it's a hinge system that we build in the factory. The, the roof and the walls, and when we get the site, we crane it and we we pull it up and it, the hinged walls pop out. We lag them to the foundation and then we just start doing the finishes and finish the site work. The other piece to it was what we'll call traditional modular that's the occupied space for the fire department staff, office, restrooms, meeting rooms type stuff, uh, area for them 
to um, hang out while they're waiting for calls or working on things. And then they had a community center, and that also had its own space with restrooms and a little kitchen for the community to utilize. And that portion was also built in the plant. Both were being manufactured at the same time, both sides, apparatus bay and the traditional modular occupancy side. To uh, At the same time, we were getting the site ready. And when I say we're getting the site ready, we're doing the excavation, we're putting the foundation in place, and then we're bringing in the utilities. And hence, that's where we can do the project. That's where we, modular industry, modular genius, anything offers the speed. We did this project for them. Um, they'll attest in about half the time that it would have taken. It would have taken them a year and a half, two years to complete this project. And we did it um, from the design, procurement, contracting stage in, in less than a year. Nice. So um, turned out really nice. In, in general, uh, are there particular structural considerations when, when designing firehouses and, and really any other building that requires a lot of open inter- interior space? How is that accomplished in a factory setting? The most important thing, I think, for the modular industry to express to people is no different than quote-unquote traditional construction. So the way it's completed in the factory or even just the overall project is exactly the same way it has to be designed, engineered, inspected, I'll say stamped and sealed where you have a professional engineer stamp all the drawings architecturally, mechanical, electrical, plumbing. We do that in the manufacturing plant majority of states, if not all, have a, a formal process um, that they have third-party engineers mm-hmm. and they have a process that, that they put together that mm-hmm. looks at the drawings and makes sure they meet everything per the state, structurally, mechanically, electrical, plumbing, ADA, everything. So that entire process is exactly same construction in general. And then what we do, you mentioned about just having clear span or wide open area. That's what you call clear span in any construction. It's really literally the same materials and, and, and steel that you would use to span it. It's structurally calculated, designed, and incorporated in, into the building. So literally the same process, same inspections, same uh, engineering reviews, code requirements, compliance, national fire protection. That's the beauty of Modular Genius in this industry is we do that as part of the process to get to the finish line. So during the design planning stage, we figure all that out. We put it together. It's formally executed. And then on the back end, you know, when you're completed, you have everything in compliance. Well, I appreciate you going into some detail about that because I know that can be sort of a misconception about modular construction that everything needs to be you know, a little module, a little room, little rooms connected together. But really, modular construction is more than capable of doing these big open spaces uh, that, that really that can be used for anything. So I, I, I appreciate you going into that a little bit. Tell me more about some of the other notable projects Modular Genius has worked on uh, last year and, and coming into this year. Well, you made me think right away when you said that um, uh, about you know, the misconception. Um, We are one of the top multi-story modular contractors in the nation. So um, we have a neat project that was underway that's three stories that's modular with Alcon. 
its business use. Um, it's it's one of our most notable ones. But I'm kind of trying to tell you in two part that you know again that misconception. This is a multi-story building, three stories, modular. Again, same design codes, engineering. Um, we're going to provide them finishing up speed, less disturbance on site, um, which is going to be a better return on investment, quicker return on investment for them, and still give them that that business use office space look feel. And it's it's you know we do permanent applications. These buildings have the same life expectancy of any building that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, some notables that we had, uh, the neat thing is Pemberton is we're going to do a police station addition for them. Um, we've just had just such a good relationship and success um, with the team um, and using that Keystone Purchasing Network uh, contract. Anyone that's interested in that, if you visit our website at modulargenius.com and you scroll down to About Us, Purchasing Cooperatives, and then KPN, and you'll see all other contracts on there. You can gain more information about that, and it spells it out. I always tell everybody, again, we're a contractor. KPN can vet and tell everyone how to utilize it and what to use and how to sign up, and that link's on there too, so you can get a hold of their director. Um, But we have information on there to help people understand. Um, But we have some – it's fun. It's really fun because we're doing libraries. We're doing – this is – we like to express this is what Modular Genius is doing, mm-hmm. but the industry, this modular industry, and this kind of takes us back to the beginning of the growth and development and how we've, the industry has evolved. You know, we're doing multi-story projects. We're doing single-story projects. We're doing permanent relocatable projects, but they include, you know, the high schools, temporary and permanent, education use, business use libraries, government entities, churches, fire departments, police stations. So some of the, the the projects that are out there, you know, to name a few, we're doing Baltimore County Schools, Baltimore City Schools, Montgomery County Schools, all schools throughout the Mid-Atlantic region, um, just different government ent- entities and municipalities. It's just amazing the amount of work that's out there, but the solution that Modular offers, and this is what what we've been doing in 2020 and what we see in 2021. It's definitely been a fantastic time for the industry. I know a lot of people I've talked to are just as busy as they want to be, so uh, the, the industry is just is just taking off, which is great, uh, great for all of us. What's um What's the rest of this year looking like uh, for you guys at Modular Genius? Are you planned? Uh, through the year into next year, how far ahead have you got projects? The year started out great. Um, the first quarter uh, is at or even over budgeted. Second quarter, we've been picking up the amount of jobs that we thought we'd have, and we continue to see you know our pipelines full through 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, again, those those projects include some of the stuff that's on the on the radar or there's a, there's there's several government renovation projects going on where we do relocatable space and they'll go in we call it swing space so when they're renovating we'll put a building out 3000 10000 20000 or multiple buildings to house um staff temporary while government buildings being renovated federal local municipality whatever so we'll do that we'll we'll lease it for 12 months, five years, depending on how long the project is. So there's a bunch of that work that's in front of us, modular genius, and I would say industry-wide. 
there's a ton of continued. One of the biggest markets is education, and I would say primary education, colleges, universities. Uh, everyone in that industry is always looking to change and move space, whether it's temporary, permanent additions. They always like the opportunity of leasing, or if they go permanent, they like the idea of doing an addition and, again, having lease disturbance being able to do it quicker. You know, a lot of these schools don't know their enrollment or things are changing. And, you know, they need to get something done in six nine six to nine months versus, you know, 12 to 18. Mm -hmm. So they take advantage of the modular. So we have a lot of that education work, a lot of healthcare work. Um, we've done, we've, one of the notable projects we've done is a hospital addition. Um, we do like emergency room additions. We do all different hospital additions. So, we have uh, multiple healthcare, different types of labs. There's a lot of COVID work going on, whether it's social distancing and organizations, whether they're business and education needing more space. Mm -hmm. uh, but then there's also new initiatives with, you know, research and development and healthcare um, that many of these uh, organizations are taking care, of, taking advantage of modular. Um, Again, I'll say it over and over again, speed, minimal disturbance. Most hospitals you go to, how easy is it to find parking or to find land, right? Right. So when you do a modular project, you can build it in the plant while you get the site ready and you have, you know, you don't have all the lay down material and you don't have all this stuff sitting, taking up parking lot space or land for six, 12 months. And a lot of hospitals take advantage of that modular piece because of that but it's been fun again it's assembly use business education just so many different sectors so many different clients um, it's just an amazing solution um, that I think you know if anybody listening and wants to learn more they can our website is really robust in the sense that it'll tell you about modular genius but it'll tell you about the industry you can learn about the industry, the advantages of modular, or I'll call off-site construction. You'll mm -hmm. see case studies. You'll see just services. You can go and get a quote on our site. You can get a floor plan. So anyone listening out there, if you're interested in modular and or modular genius, visit our site. It'll take you to great opportunities just to learn how beneficial modular is and uh, how it can help projects. Again, return on investment, speed, relocatability if you need it, if you need to lease something, if you want to purchase something, permanent building additions. It's, it's anything that you need built can pretty much be done. Well, I, I really appreciate your time today, Damon. I know Modular Genius is busy as it can be. I, I appreciate your time uh, and stopping by today and having this conversation. We want to thank MBI. Um, thank you so much. We, we, we're proud to be awarded this because we know how much time and effort and the committee they put together. And uh, we just want to thank MBI for all that they do as well, putting this podcast together, but more importantly, how much they do across the globe for modular, for the industry, and uh, all, just the members, the, the all different contractors. It's just a great organization. So thank you so much. Well, sure. On behalf of us here, uh, you're, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure for us, and it's great to have members like, like Modular Genius. We appreciate it. My name is John McMullen, and this has been another episode of Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction. Until next time.